Studio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. From a country under attack to a country helping out. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. His Excellency Vladimir Zelensky, President of the Ukraine. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi introduced Zelensky at a joint meeting of Congress last night and in his first foreign trip since Russia invaded in February. Against all odds and doom and gloom scenarios, Ukraine didn't fall. Ukraine is alive and kicking. Zelensky pleading for more weapons, battle tanks, and armored vehicles. Some of those requests are already going through. Ahead of a meeting with Zelensky at the White House, the Biden administration announced another military aid package worth more than $1.8 billion. Fox's Madeline Rivera, Congress is also readying more help for Ukraine in a massive $1.7 trillion spending plan. In the bill, $45 billion for Ukraine. But some Republicans like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Speaker candidate Andy Biggs oppose helping Ukraine, Green called the aid absurd. She referred to Vladimir Zelensky as a shadow president. Biggs asked how much money was enough. Fox's Chad Pergram, an attempt to extend Title 42 in that bill could delay approval this week. That's the COVID-era policy that could expire soon. It's blocked some migrants from entering the U.S. illegally amid a record border surge. Sam Bankman-Fried is back in the U.S., expected in court today to face charges over his FTX crypto exchange that collapsed into bankruptcy. The 30-year-old appearing before a judge in the Bahamas Wednesday, agreeing to reverse his previous decision to fight extradition. Officials in the Bahamas arresting him last week at the request of the U.S. government. Bankman Freed facing charges of fraud, accused of stealing billions from investors. To That's buy- Fox's Kristen Goodwin. Two Bankman Freed associates have pleaded guilty. A nasty winter storm hitting much of the U.S., ready to snarl travel ahead of Christmas. America's listening to Fox News. Get all of your favorite Fox News podcasts ad-free on Apple Podcasts with Fox News Podcasts Plus. From Trey Gowdy, the Fox News Rundown, Will Kane, Brian Kilmeade, and so much more. Go to foxnewspodcasts.com for all the details. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. New from the Fox News Podcasts Network, Dana Perino, co-host of The Five and America's Newsroom on Fox News Channel, returns to the world of audio with a new limited-time podcast, Everything Will Be Okay with Dana Perino. Building off the success of her best-selling book of the same name, Dana provides an unequaled brand of advice built on real-life experience and interviews experts and individuals that make a difference in the lives of others. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. While the U.S. continues to give aid to Ukraine to fend off Russia's invasion, there's also a focus on North Korea and the continued standoff over its sanctioned nuclear weapons program. The United States and South Korea are conducting joint military training drills near the Korean Peninsula. South Korea's defense ministry says the deployment of the B-52 bombers and the F-22 stealth fighter jets was part of an agreement to protect South Korea with all available means, including nuclear. On the South Korean side, they're using F-35 and F-15 fighter jets, and the exercises come just days after North Korea launched a pair of medium-range ballistic missiles. North Korea has performed a record number of missile tests as a warning over the U.S.-South Korea drills it views as a precursor to an invasion. And unrelated and running through next Tuesday, Chinese-Russian naval drills are taking place. Tushar Saxena, Fox News. What happens in Nepal doesn't often make news here. 
This does. A confessed French serial killer has been set free. Charles Sabra was serving a life sentence for murdering American and Canadian tourists, but in Nepal. A life sentence actually only means 20 years in prison, and he was released after serving most of that time. Sabra was also ordered to leave the country. A prisoner may also be set free in New York City. First, Alicio de Leon was convicted for a 1995 murder in Brooklyn, but in 2019, that conviction was overturned after his lawyers argued he was framed by two now-retired New York City cops. De Leon received a retrial, but prosecutors said not so fast, and they were able to once again get a judge to return a guilty verdict. In that case, he was sentenced to 20 years to life. So why is De Leon going to be released? Well, the parole board took into account the 24 years he's already spent behind bars on his previous conviction and ordered his release as early as next month. Tom Graham, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are down slightly. That after a big rebound, the Dow surged up 526 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Good morning, 505 News Radio 92.3. 50 degrees right now in cloudy skies. Get ready for those temperatures to plunge later today, though. Uh, Pensacola Police, this uh, report coming in just in the last several hours. Pensacola Police say they've arrested five people that were caught breaking into vehicles this morning at Ashley Club Apartments on Scenic Highway. Officers say a stolen vehicle was recovered as well as keys to several other vehicles. Now, police are still at that scene and investigating. Right now, officers say they're trying to figure out how many vehicles were entered, what was taken. Officers did say that all five suspects ran but were captured after short foot pursuits. New details today about a deadly shooting in Navarre late last week. The victim now identified as Christopher Ward. He was the cousin of the alleged shooter, Gulf Breeze resident Robert Schuster. According to Channel 3, the two men uh, did not appear to be arguing. The incident was caught on video. Schuster still in jail. In Santa Rosa County, he's charged with premeditated murder. Florida Power and Light making another big donation recently, this time to the Council of a Council on Aging of West Florida. Yesterday, the company dropped a $45,000 check off. Council on Aging President Josh Newby says the impact of that donation is going to, is going to be very big. In order to draw down uh, federal and state funds for our various programs and services, we have to provide a local match. That matching ratio is one to nine. So $45,000 in donations uh, helps us to draw down, you know, $450,000 in uh, matching state and federal grants. And the Council on Aging is a nonprofit. They provide services such as Meals on Wheels, case management, and caregivers. Uh, their main concern this week, of course, getting space heaters and blankets out to area seniors in need. The community's been very generous in answering that call as well. And there was a big police presence over at Academy Sports in Pensacola yesterday, but it might not be exactly what you were thinking. PPD was hosting their annual Shop with a Cop event. This is an example of what community policing is all about. That partnership, building relationships, having a good time, uh, spending the holidays together, and just making making people's lives so much better. That's uh, PPD Chief Eric Randall. He talked with Channel 3 about the event. Area students received $150 gift cards to purchase whatever items they wanted. Chief Randall says a lot of them opted to spend that money on helping other people as well. It's 5.07 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 first morning weather. 
This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We're going to be seeing a cloudy day out there with a 20% chance of a few stray showers. High near 64, rain coming later in the day. We are going to be seeing a big cool down as we go into the overnight period. Temperatures dropping quickly into the 20s. Winds picking up to 20 to 25 miles an hour, gusting even higher, making it feel possibly in the single digits by Friday morning. Temperatures are going to stay very cold as you go through Friday. Highs reaching into the 30s, but with the wind feeling more like the teens. And Friday night, temperatures dropping into the low 20s but feeling much cooler. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Well, I'm not sure any of us are ready for that, but we'll do the best we can. It's cloudy and 50 right now in Pensacola, 51 in Gulf Breeze, 49 in Milton. Our next news at 5.30, breaking news anytime. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. Pep Talk with Jenna Barr, mornings at 9. We're talking best things covered in chocolate. Okay, chocolate-covered cherries. Oh, yeah. Somebody says here, oh, my goodness, thinking of the giant soft pretzel from Meguiar's and a chocolate fountain for decadent dipping. Leveled up. We have leveled up, my friend. You are, what, you're like the barefoot Contessa. On News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. It came up on a mid... Okay. Oh, holy night. (laughs) Is this you? There it is. This is the Pensacola Morning News. It's 5.09. I do want to let you know that the roads are clear. Oh, look at that. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? A star, a star, dancing in the night With a tail as big as a kite With a tail as big as a kite Look, I put on a little bit of weight, but I don't think that's fair. Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy Do you hear what I hear? I have the high privilege and the distinct honor of presenting to you His Excellency Volodymyr Zelensky, President of the Ukraine. Are you kidding? (laughs) I just got sick, sorry. Also, what did she say? I I don't, what what was the word she said? I was thrown up. President of the Ukraine. Oh, wait. Volodymyr Zelensky. What's that name again? Volodymyr Zelensky. Okay, whatever. It it's like matter. when John Travolta announced it's- an India Zim <laughs> at the uh, Oscars or whatever it was. Do you yeah. It's a Volodymyr, by the way, or maybe Vladimir, but maybe that's insulting because that's the Russian pronunciation. In any case. Uh, easy, Stanford. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. I like that. So uh, the president of Ukraine uh, in his semi-military, I guess, garb, because that's more what we're used to seeing him wear, last night addressed a joint session of Congress. It's a great honor for me to be at the U.S. Congress and speak to you and all Americans. Against, against all odds and doom and gloom scenarios, Ukraine didn't fall. Ukraine is alive and kicking. 
It was everything I could do not to play the Simple Minds over the top of that clip. Uh, yeah, no, he gave a speech. It was a very well-constructed speech. It was a good speech. It's kind of being, you know, hailed as like this amazing thing. And look, the English is clearly not his first language. I don't know if it's his fifth language or whatever. You know, some of the words that he was saying, he was clearly reading the pronunciation of the spelling of the word, uh, which is fine. I, I, no objection to that. I was moved by the speech as I was listening to it. And, you know, it, the real question, okay, obviously this is, I hate to say it this way because it's diminishing and it's not what I mean to say. I mean, this is the sales pitch. This is the, hey, you're on the verge of signing or not signing a $1.7 trillion omnibus spending package that includes $45 billion in aid for my country. Pretty please. Which, you know, he hinted at that at one part of the speech. It, when It was appropriate it was like i said it was a very good speech financial assistance is also critically important and i would like to thank you thank you very much thank you for both financial packages you have already provided us with and the ones you may be willing to decide on your money is not charity it's an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. And that's appropriate. And I particularly love the little tiny part in there where he says, you know, if you give us that third spending, you know, like he's not assuming it. He's understands it. He's there to give an update, but mostly to try to persuade an awful lot of particular Republicans that they ought to be giving this money and that it would be used well, that it would be effective because... You know, today Russia invades Ukraine, tomorrow, who knows? And anybody is vulnerable, right? And, you know, there were there were parts of this where, you know, they were kind of like charmingly nonchalant about the fact that his people are without power and without heat in the middle of the winter. And it's because Russia likes to bomb power plants in cities and because their leadership, you can't say the people, but the leadership are the terrorists, I mean, they're engaging in terror in Ukraine. Of course, that's what's going on. But still, he was, you know, in the face of all of that, I can make a joke, a joke that's, I mean, kind of funny. I believe there should be no taboos between us that's in no our doubts, by the alliance. Way. Ukraine never asked the American soldiers to fight on our land instead of us. I assure you that Ukrainian soldiers can perfectly operate American tanks and planes themselves. <laughs> oh, just give us the tanks and planes, man. We'll be fine. And like I said, you know, thanks us for the money, appreciates it, says it'll be well used, and painted a pretty vivid picture of what's going on in his country. Ladies and gentlemen, Americans, in two days, we will celebrate Christmas. Maybe candlelit. Not because it's more romantic, no, but because there will not be, will be no electricity. Millions won't have neither heating nor running water. All of these will be the result of Russian missile and drone attacks on our energy infrastructure. But we do not complain. We do not judge and compare whose life is easier, your well-being is the product of your national security, 
the result of your struggle for independence and your many victories. We, Ukrainians, will also go through our war of independence and freedom with dignity and success. I'll just be honest, I think that is a beautiful sentiment. Look, we have no heat, we have no electricity for Christmas, we're not doing candlelight because we're being romantic, and we know that you live in a much more comfortable situation. And all we're asking of you is money. We're not asking for troops. We just want money, you know, So and, and defense systems like the Patriot Battery. And he says, but we don't begrudge that. This is our war. We know it's not your war. It's our war. I mean, they've tried to make it NATO's war, which is fine. Okay, if I were them, I'd try to do the same thing. But, um, you know, we, we know that we have to make this fight for independence. We know that we have to win. And we know that on the other side of it, we can be prosperous just like you are. And we'll appreciate the fact that we overcame. No, no big deal. But we're facing Christmas in the bomb shelter. And there's going to be victory. We're going to win. You know, we will win. I mean, you can't do much better than coming to the U.S. and making references to, you know, the Battle of the Bulge. And um, what was the other one? There's a couple of them that he, he made references to. And then, of course, referring to FDR's Pearl Harbor speech. Standing here today, I recall the words of the President Franklin Delano Roosevelt which has, I think, so good for this moment. The American people, in their righteous might, will win through to absolute victory. The Ukrainian people will win too, absolutely. And that confidence, that bold assertion of victory is, uh, that's what his country needs, and that's certainly what Congress needed to hear yesterday. Here's the question, and this is, it's a fair question, is $45 billion the right number? Because that is an awful lot of money. And I'll I'll tell you, my, my first thought of this is, I don't think of it as, you know, as he says, charity. I think of that as part of the military spending. Because here's the thing, we can, you know, we put the, the new, um, the, the military slice of the new omnibus bill, if it passes, is over $800 billion, right? So we're talking a 20th of our, over, it's not going to be a part of it, but to just to measure, a 20th of our annual military budget. And if that annual, if that $50 billion winds up, $45 billion, winds up getting used in massively degrading the capabilities of our number two, China's number one, our number two strategic adversary, and it degrades them to the degree that they can't engage in warfare for 10 years, or it topples an adversarial government like Putin's, well, worth it, especially since it didn't cost us people. It's just money. Yes, that would buy you a couple of aircraft carriers, you know, it would buy an awful lot of stuff, but, you know, the stuff is good and the stuff will last longer than, you know, this year. But if you could have that kind of an impact on, again, our number two strategic adversary, you start to say, well, I mean, that seems like it's worth it. But $45 billion is a lot of money, an awful lot of money. And does it have to be that much? You know, could it be $10 billion? 
You know, could it be half an aircraft carrier instead of two aircraft carriers or two and a half aircraft carriers? Seventeen billion is about what the uh, uh, the Ford. It's roughly in that vicinity, and that's. I mean, that's a fair question. So, and by the way, if we go to a continuing resolution instead of passing the omnibus bill, which I, I wouldn't sign the omnibus bill either, because it's crazy that we do budgeting this. We talked about this a lot yesterday. But if, if we do a CR, they don't get the $45 billion. Now, you could come back and give them money in, the, in January or February, whenever, if you wanted to. But he's here basically saying, hey, please sign this bill. Give us $45 billion. And if that's all it were, it'd be one thing. But, of course, it's part of this massive other thing that was done in this terrible way with these 7,500 earmarks and all of that. But my takeaway from this is I am proud to support the Ukrainian people against Russia. That's not a question. The question is, at what price tag am I happy to support them? That's the question. Five, to, and I, you know, and I don't know the answer. I'm, I, I'm not saying the 45 is wrong. I'm not saying the 45 is right. I'm not sure. I don't honestly. I don't feel like I have enough perspective on what that money is going to do to really answer the question. But those are kinds of the thoughts around it that I have. If that helps. 520 on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel V Pro that's built for business, Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. The world is always on. But you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Dream Sember sale, save up to 60% with Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99. Only at Mattress Firm. Hi, I'm Steve Taylor, and I usually hang out in the newsroom at News Radio 92.3. I'd like to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and a happy New Year. But this, this sound wasn't sad. What? The sound sounded glad. Okay, what's wrong with the Whoville Sheriff's Department? I mean, they got one guy. He's obviously easy to find. He lives in a mountain, has a dog. Clearly, you know, Chip Simmons and Bob under, Johnson are under, not their sheriff. Underfunded, and, you know, you couldn't have seen this threat coming, so no no training on it, no drilling on it, obviously. Oh, did you see the video? There was a guy uh, driving down Langley the other day with a tractor, like a mowing track, tractor mower, and uh, he had a little cart in tow with a Christmas tree in it and <laughs> dressed up as the Grinch. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> 
the only, when, the only way he could have done this any better would be if he'd have gotten a little stuffed dog and put fake, you know, yeah. reindeer antlers on it and then attached it with some kind of a broom or slats or something to the front of the tractor so yes. that it looked like the dog was pulling it. That would have been hilarious. It's on See? our Facebook page. Channel 3, I think, is the one who published it. But they didn't take it, but somebody else sent, sent it in. See, so. but if Sheriff Chip saw that in real life, he'd be like, sir, yeah. pull over. Yeah. Let's talk. He would knock indoors and, you know, mentor some children. That's right. Exactly. And mentor children. It's mission point. That's right. It's 523 here on <laughs> News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Skull Morning News. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, that Arctic cold front that's uh, being called dangerous and record, what were they calling it? An Arctic bomb, bomb cyclone? Bomb cyclone. Yeah. Bombogenesis. Uh, it is, uh, uh, it uh, is moving across wow. the nation right now, about to freeze out about 200 million Americans. Winter weather warnings posted in states all across the country. Wind chill temperatures ranging from 50 below zero in some places. Boy, that's cold. And uh, here we're expecting those temperatures to drop below freezing overnight tonight. Uh, we do have information on several cold weather shelters that are going to be opening, so we'll post all that on the News Radio Facebook page if you need any of that information. You know, I'm not we'll worried about Pensacola, a- but I'm worried about Texas. Oh, yeah. 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 Sure. Uh, also, that major storm uh, ca- causing a lot of snow and canceling 1,600 flights already today. I don't even think it started yet. Yeah, no, they started canceling them yesterday. Uh, you know, I have relatives who are traveling, and they're already, like, they're going to be flying 1,000 miles, and now they're driving 1,000 miles. Like yeah, that Vanessa Carlton Like song. that was the backup. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, John Candy and Steve Martin are in the car with them. So. That's a little bit of an inconvenience, isn't it? It is. Uh, and Arizona Governor Doug Ducey has agreed now to remove those shipping containers that he placed along no. the southern border to fill gaps in the incompleted border wall. The federal government was suing him, saying that the containers were trespassing on federal land. Well, then issue him a trespassing notice and trespass him. You know, escort him off the property. You pick him up. <laughs> I mean, just. That's the way to do it. God. That's where That's the smart money amazing. is. Amazing. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 525 on News Radio 92.3. And, um, oh, we got an update this morning from PPD, uh, basically, that um, the they Grinch. are, they, uh, you know, no, PPD said that they had arrested five people burglarizing vehicles on Ashley Club Apartments on Scenic. Uh, a stolen vehicle was recovered. Remember, they keep telling us about this, right? Lock your doors. Yes, yeah. lock the lock the bleeping doors, okay? They they don't break into cars anymore. They just open the doors, dummy. Anyway, um, a stolen vehicle was recovered along with keys to several other vehicles. Uh, officers attempting to find out how many vehicles were involved and how many were entered and from whom how many were stolen. Five suspects all ran, all captured. So great. good job, PPD. Hey, that's great. Yeah. 526 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. The world is always on. But you shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Dream Sember sale, save up to 60% with Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99. Only at Mattress Firm.
Local Talk with Andrew McKay, 5 to 9, Jenna Barr, 9 to 11, and Bobby Rossi, 4 to 7. Every weekday on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee Kaye, mother. On hillsides of moonlight and shooting. You are killing me. My monitor's trust, not working. Trust me. Always trust me. Every time. And you've played that bit. That, that, that clip. That clip. Right. Like four times. And every time I'm like. I don't even I let Kevin right. McAllister's brother say, unless you were a growth on my. Right. I take that. But come on, trust me. It'll be all right. The world's going to be okay. No, I know, but I've worked in radio before. <laughs> this is a band. You probably, a lot of you may have never heard of them. They're called Down Here. They're a. Temporary Christian band from the 90s, and I just, I love this song. It sounds like praise and worship. I like it. Yeah. Man, it's Christmas. Three days. I'm a uh, window washer. 528 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. What else do we have going on? Uh, we've, been, we've been dealing with some, some equipment issues here in the studio, so pardon us for being a little bit out of sorts. Oh, my god. Oklahoma. University of Oklahoma is now banning TikTok. I saw that. This is every, listen. It, the governor says, you know, it's a danger. It's a Chinese. It's a you know infiltrator. It's all these all the things we keep on saying. What's interesting about this is they're not only banning it on university phones and devices because that would be something, but that's not that big of a deal, right? Cause, you know, Oklahoma State. All, I mean, not not the city or not the uh, university, but the the state itself. Um, same thing. But it's on all of their devices like their routers and their Wi-Fi. So what they're telling students is effective immediately, you cannot use TikTok on our stuff. Meaning you'd have to be on what? A data plan or something. You'd have to not be on Wi-Fi. I don't know how effectively they're going to be able to police this exactly, but that's, you know, that's what they're saying is that we don't want anything connected to TikTok going over our equipment of any kind, including like, you know, res hall routers or whatever. So it just it's interesting to see how this wave of prohibitions is going. Like the federal government is doing this and you know we have we haven't done this here in Florida, but I would expect soon. Alabama has already done this. Four three seven sixteen twenty. The B twos are still grounded. The B two Spirit Bomber uh, still grounded. They finally got the one that landed and was on fire off the runway, and they've re- they've repla- repaired the one runway so it is use- usable. I think they fly A tens and T thirty eight Talons out of there, um, but the B twos are grounded still. So the runway is back to being functional and the president could direct them to fly if need be, they say, because it's just the one that had the landing issue in the, in the fire. Um, there's only about, what, 20 of them? I think I think there's about 20 B-2s. So in terms of the overall significance to our strategic posture, you know, B-52s, B-1s, and then of course you have sub-based and land-based missiles uh, as our nuclear uh, triad. But still, you know, not insignificant to have the B-2s grounded. David Wayne, what do you have coming up your news, sir? We've got an update from the Pensacola Airport. That and more after this Fox update. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky tells a joint meeting of Congress American aid to help his country fight the Russian invasion is an investment in democracy, not charity. Ukrainian courage and American resolve must guarantee the future of our common freedom. 
the freedom of people who stand for their values. More money for Ukraine is included in a bill to fund the federal government through next September and avoid a partial government shutdown Saturday. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said, We are very close, but we're not there yet. They appear stymied for now over an amendment from Republican Mike Lee of Utah that cuts Homeland Security funding unless Title 42 remains in place. That's the Trump-era pandemic rule that forced asylum seekers to be turned away from the U.S. border. Fox's Jill Nato in D.C. There could be another temporary spending bill to avoid a shutdown over the holidays. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 531 News Radio 92.3. Right now, 50 degrees, cloudy skies in Pensacola, and it is the busiest time of year for travel. The Pensacola International Airport says their numbers are already up. Well, we'll certainly be busy, and we are trending about 6% higher than last year for the month so far. Last year was a record-breaking year. Uh, so, yes, we anticipate that we'll finish out December uh, with another record-breaking year. Uh, we're certainly expecting a busy week. That is Assistant Airport Director Erica Grancanolo, and she says your best bet is to uh, get to get to your flight on time is to arrive at least a few hours early. She recommends downloading your airline's app on your phone to stay informed. One person taken to the hospital after an RV caught on fire yesterday in the 2300 block of North Pace Boulevard. Right now, we don't have any word on the extent of that person's injuries. It did happen yesterday at about noon. The RV trailer considered a total loss. The state fire marshal still investigating what caused the fire. And this adds a 10th red bulb to the county's Keep the Wreath Green campaign. Florida Senator Rick Scott says there's about $250 million worth of construction materials that have been unused at the southern border. He sought to have those materials transferred from the federal government to any border state that wished to continue construction on the wall on their end. Illegal immigration threatens our safety, undermines our legal process, and hurts those who have been waiting to come through legal channels. Under Biden's system of open borders and illegal immigration, we're seeing dangerous individuals trying to come into this country and drugs are pouring across the border. And that was uh, from the Senate floor yesterday. Scott urged his colleagues to pass the Build It Act, but he says Senate Democrats blocked it from passing. The city of Milton, one of 48 Florida communities that will be receiving funds through Florida's Small Cities Community Development Block Grant Program. Yesterday, Governor Ron DeSantis announced $35 million would be distributed for projects ranging from economic development, housing rehabilitation, infrastructure improvements, city of Milton, receiving $700,000 of that money. Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office and Correctional Facility getting a big honor this month. They've won the Excelsior Award from the Florida Corrections Accreditation Commission. Agencies that receive an Excelsior Award have earned perfect scores on their accreditation reviews for 15 years. They'll go out and inspect our cars and look at our cars to make sure they all have fire extinguishers in the same place and they have Narcan in the same place and all the things are set up the same so if another deputy gets in somebody else's car, he'll know where everything's at. And uh, Sheriff Bob Johnson there, he talked with Channel 3 about the award. 
his agency one of only 10 across the state to win the award. 534 News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather. We're going to be seeing a cloudy day out there with a 20% chance of a few stray showers. High near 64. Rain coming later in the day. We are going to be seeing a big cool down as we go into the overnight period. Temperatures dropping quickly into the 20s. Winds picking up to 20 to 25 miles an hour. Gusting even higher. Making it feel possibly in the single digits by Friday morning. Temperatures are going to stay very cold as you go through Friday. Highs reaching into the 30s but with the wind feeling more like the teens and Friday night temperatures dropping into the low 20s but feeling much cooler. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. And it's cloudy and 50 in Pensacola, 51 in Gulf Breeze. 49 in Milton. Our next news at 6, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Wake up with Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News from 5 to 9. Then, it's Lifestyle Talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk from 9 to 11. Talk politics and current events with Brian Kilmeade from 11 to 1. Become debt-free with Dave Ramsey from 1 to 4. Then, drive home with Bobby Rossi and Pensacola right now from 4 to 7. On News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Fall is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's fertilizing the lawn, pruning, planting shrubs, cool weather color, and of course, winter vegetables. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got the answers on the News Radio Garden Line. Every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesday, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, and Barnes Feed Store. Hey, it's Jenna Barr from the Pensacola Expert Panel. I want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. Good morning, 536 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Oh, we just got a cool call from one of my favorite people. Jerry Maygarden called. Uh, former Speaker of the House, by the way, Jerry Maygarden, and many, many other things. Right? I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no, wow. He spoke at my leaf class, and I'm like, oh, I'm a big fan. And uh, so Jerry <laughs> called in, and he's like, um, I was told to, to call in on Wednesday at this time to talk with John Peacock. And I'm like, oh, that's next Wednesday. John's going to be fo- uh, filling in for me next Wednesday. And uh, he's like, all right, perfect. Talk to you then. I'm like, oh, no, I'm, so, I'm going to have to get up early and listen. Because <laughs> Jerry's the best. So sure special yeah. treat next Wednesday when John Peacock is filling in for me while I'm on vacation. you just exploiting uh, his guests. That's right. I, you know, yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> no, it. Jerry's the best. Uh, so good. I hadn't heard from him in a little while. So good to hear from you, Jerry. Anyway, yes. Yesterday, we had a chance to talk to another local star um, a little earlier in his career than Jerry. Okay. You know, to be fair, Jerry's already done a lot. And DC has done some and is trying to do a lot. Jerry didn't work at Blockbuster. No. How do you know? I haven't asked. Probably not. I'll ask Wednesday. I'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) DC Reeves, the mayor of Pensacola, was with us yesterday. DC, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. 
Thank you for having me. Happy holidays. Happy, ha- Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And um, by the way, apparently my apologies. Uh, I was wrong, and uh, you and Casey Jones were right. Uh, a unanimous vote in the end, <laughs> after some wrangling about what the vote actually meant, to ban smoking in city parks in Pensacola, uh, except for cigars, which of course are still preempted by the state. And not a single person from the public showed up to protest, so uh, apparently I'm the one, and um, you know, there you go. Now, that's first reading, so still second reading to come. Do you expect any changes in the ordinance in the second reading in, in January? Uh, not really. I think anything would be uh, procedural. You know, we may specifically outline Osceola Golf Course as, a, as an exception instead of just omitting it, where if we went back and looked three years later and we said, well, what does the city limits mean? Sure. You know, just, just because it's not in the city limits, why not just go ahead and name it in there? It's kind of my logic, but... Uh, but no, I don't. I don't expect any, you know, uh, substantial changes. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I wouldn't either, especially based on how it went. If nobody's going to talk from the public and you get all of the city council members on board, then you know that it's you know all over but the shouting. Basically, uh, big thing happening this week. Obviously, we have cold weather. Freezing temperature is going to come in overnight into Friday, Saturday, Sunday for Christmas. It's going to be a very cold weekend. Uh, what kinds of things is the city doing to prepare, and what kinds of things are you doing to prepare for citizens who might be suffering with the cold weather? Of course, yeah. So um, obviously, uh, like any um, weather event, um, we, we're keeping an, an hour-by-hour look at it, and, and Chief Craner, our department, does a great job of, uh, of heading that up for us for emergency operations. A um, couple things to note to share out there. Um, dial 211, um, and that can get you that's, – that's a great starting point if you're if – you're, seeking shelter, looking for shelter, and, and any other help that you may need based around this weather. Uh, I would say if you don't remember anything else, remember that you can call 211. Um, and then a couple other important things to point out. I do know um, as far as the um, homeless population, I know uh, we've heard that the Waterfront Mission will be a 24-7 warming center starting Thursday um, through Sunday. Uh, and I, I want to give credit, of course, to our police department. You know, uh, they, they've got uh, – beats to work and, and calls to respond to, um, but also they take a very proactive approach. And if, if we if we see anybody out there um, that we make sure that, that when we're just out on the streets, we make sure that we get the proper information to them and, you know, kind of uh, wear both hats there. And, and I really appreciate the, our, our police officers taking that proactive approach to make sure that um, we're getting word out to the people who may need it most. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's um, good. So in terms of what facilities are going to be open, I've gotten questions about the Civic Center, obviously. For the Bay Center, I'm, as you know, that's a that's a county facility, um, and uh, so we'll, I'm sure we'll be having conversations today, um, you know, about that and what potential next steps would be if if the Bay Center were to open. Very good. And as always, the reminder to people to you know cover your, you know if you've got uh, pipes, you know, in Florida we're really not built for freezing. <laughs> you know, we're just you know the pipe. You know, I, I come from the Midwest where uh, the water pipe comes to your house from a couple feet in the in the ground. You know, and so uh, making sure that you you know if it's freezing, you might want to leave it drip uh, in the farthest away from the inbound. You know, you want to cover your outside uh, spigots, and you know, we, you know, we sometimes even will turn off the water supply, that kind of stuff. Uh, but you just, you know, prepare for that because frozen pipes is not something you want to deal with. If those burst, it's a big problem, right? Absolutely. And, and also, you know, what I'd, I'd say is, you know, again, we'll monitor and we'll probably learn a lot more as we go through the day to day. But, you know, something to keep in mind, of course, is driving, you know, and, and yeah. there's decisions that will be made about, about Friday. Um, you know, the one 
the one bridge in the city limits that that we maintain as the city and uh, whereas the state really maintained all the rest is the bridge at the bottom of the 12th avenue bridge i mean 12th avenue excuse me uh, kind of at the bottom of the hill there coming up over by carpenter creek by Utah. Yeah. um and so you know of course we've got to get that prepped and that's two downhills coming into a bridge and um, we've already talked with PPD about maybe having a, a squad car there to help, you know, slow folks down. Um, but just be extra, extra careful. I mean, that that is where, uh, you know, and, and uh, depending on what we end up finding out today, certainly there'll be some more advisories about driving and things like that potentially and, and, and being on the roads. But I will say this just from a common sense standpoint. Uh, on Friday, if you don't need to be out on the roads, I just I wouldn't be out there uh, taking a joyride. That would not be the day to do it. So yeah. regardless uh, of what advisories come from this point forward. And, you know, it's it's so true. It's so funny. We, we uh, biked in Ashley Plantation and Pace over the weekend and around that vicinity, and there's a big drop. That There's a huge downhill and then an uphill, and there's a bridge at the bottom, and the sign says, be careful, bridge may ice. And I was laughing. I'm like, come on, in Florida. <laughs> Well, lo and behold, right. <laughs> you know, that one time every couple of years where it can happen, you know, it's definitely a concern. Um, one of the other things that, uh, and you talked about this a little bit yesterday, but one of the things is open access for the museum, NAS Pensacola. This has been the, uh, you know, the Gordian knot we've been trying to solve for, well, ever since, you know, the base was closed. It's become more pressing now that COVID has, has lifted because that's no longer a reason to have the base closed. But obviously security post-terrorist attack is the biggest issue i know senator broxson representative andrade and salzman everybody's working on this what is the city doing what can the city do to help facilitate opening the uh, base up for the public access to the lighthouse and the museum etc sure so uh you know in my different roles in recent years i've been you know part uh, of this conversation on the periphery and perhaps more directly now um, you know board chair visit pensacola you know people forget at its peak nine hundred thousand visitors the largest tourist attraction between New Orleans and Orlando uh, in terms of people that come through. And when I present to groups, when they talk about this or ask me, I always say, what would we do as a community if someone called us on the phone from the outside and said, we're going to bring a tourist attraction that's the largest between New Orleans and Orlando, what would we do to, to get that, you know, to have that come to our community? Well, we have it. We, we, so what, what I'm asking and, you know, and really as the city representing the city is, you know, what we, I want to make sure we're doing absolutely everything we can to be a good partner. And so we, we have had um, some conversations with um, uh, the department of the Navy. Um, and what I can say at the moment is we have told them that they have our 100% support logistically, um, anything that needs to be done um, from city perspective uh, to help get that, uh, across the finish line is is something that we'd be at minimum willing to entertain and most likely willing to do. Um, so I'm encouraged in the fact that you know the the tone of the conversation has changed to kind of how can we uh, is what I could say. Um, and a lot of balls in their court and and a lot of decisions made. And and look, the the challenge for the Navy is uh, you know security is job one. Right. Them. So and I understand that and I certainly sympathize with that. Um, but. Um, what our, our options are, I know, you know, some options per, perhaps could be moving up the chain. Um, and I've told them we are at the ready to make sure that uh, the city of Pensacola is uh, proactive and plays a, a key role in um, any way that we can get the museum open in any fashion. And I want to just I want to make sure I heard you properly and don't mischaracterize you. You're saying that yeah. the conversational tone from Big Navy is how can we that that's a shift you've seen? 
Not not the local because yeah, we know the local base commanders and all that. That's all they're all on board. They want to make something happen. Um, but you know, big navy has been that's the hurdle. Correct. Absolutely. What I would say is, is I think the the level of um, of concern and consideration for the plight of our community and our base about this uh, has has changed wow, uh, slightly. Great. Now, what would that what that will result in? You know, we'll we'll find out. And and uh, but at the end of the day, I appreciate Big Navy, uh, you know, taking another look at this. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm thrilled and grateful to to be a part of. Uh, those conversations as they move forward. And um, and as I said, I, what I can say at the moment is we will do everything we can in the city of Pensacola to, to get that treasure of ours, the thing that I grew up going to, a lot of us grew up going to, was a big, important part of our lives, um, you know, and get it back open. You know, we, we it, it's, it's difficult to watch it. Yeah. Uh, in the state that it's in now, um, you know, compared to what it was. Yeah. And look, I mean, I know that's not a definitive answer, but, you know, baby steps to the door, baby steps down the hallway, baby steps to the elevator. You know, I'm, you know, I'm on board. This is, you know, progress, even Absolutely. little progress is, is a good thing with Big Navy. We always like to end with uh, the lightning round. Uh, Candy already asked you the one about right. the uh, matching pajamas, which we know. Um, do you wear them anytime? Other, I mean, do you wear them just for funsies or is it special? Just Do you wear them at Christmas morning? No, this is, I mean. I mean, give me some credit. This is on, this is a this is a one night only uh, endeavor. <laughs> it's a photo only. Does your does your family do you open presents at all Christmas Eve? Yes, uh, you know we uh, at my mom's house historically for us as kids we would do Christmas Eve um, and uh, so all so presents yeah, or one we, present? We, we can't. Uh, no, we 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 uh, ration it out. You know, we we make make sure that um, we're too excited to not open anything uh, on Christmas Eve, but we we save some stuff. And of course, um, you know, Santa's uh, shows up on Christmas morning as well at our house. So. All right, fair enough. And what is the meat of preference for Christmas dinner? Oh. Um, I mean, I would say if if I were to run through all of them, it would be uh, turkey. But we're going uh, we're switching it up we're going ham uh, all right all right spiral slice so, honey ham yeah. regular any 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 uh oh honey gotta go honey. you gotta go that i can affirm your decision yeah, it tastes for like you, you well made done. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made it dc yeah. reeves is the mayor of pensacola he joins us every wednesday dc as always thanks for the time and merry christmas sir we'll talk to you again merry soon christmas. All right. Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks so much. Absolutely. 548. And by the way, he had said they do have, in case it wasn't clear, they do have matching sweaters. Matching pajamas. But they don't, but they don't, oh, that's right, pajamas. Yeah. But they don't come out more than once, more than once a year, which is appropriate. That's really all anybody needs. That is. That's Darren what you Boyd. Need. That's so right. Take a tip from the mayor. <laughs> Get three, those matching pajamas. Three days to Christmas. Hey, hey, if you're in the military, I know a lot of you are getting, you know, into the base or, you know, you're getting up and listening to us as you're getting ready for work. If you're in the military and you're changing station, uh, listen up. You got to sell your home or you're thinking about selling it. You're thinking about renting. Whatever you're thinking about doing in that regard, Christina Leavenworth, she is great at working with home sales, even home buying. Same thing if you know people who are coming here from somewhere else and you want to give them a heads up. You know, Christina can work with people even, you know, she did one where she worked with a, a family where they were in Japan. Never even talked to them on the phone. Never met him in person. And, well, they did. She did meet him in person when they came and got the house. Uh, but she uh, worked entirely over social media with them to buy a house. 
She can do that. She's she has worked with so many hundreds, really, of military families. So she understands the time frames, the unique problems, the stress, all of the parameters of needing to stay in the house until you got to be out of it and can't leave early and can't stay late. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and she's got a deep cleaning program, a free deep cleaning for anybody who's in the military. It's a VIP military program. So ask her about it. So if you're changing station or you know somebody who is, or you just need to make a move here in the community for whatever reason, regardless of whether you're changing station, Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty. They're fantastic. Seven Seven two three ninety one fifty eight. Beret has been there for my family, I feel like, through every milestone. And so when this stage of life started coming up, I just knew that Beret was the only option. I came in here nervous. I saw the ring and I was like, yep, I know that's it. That's the one for her. It's beautiful. It's just as special as she is. And it means a lot more than just will you marry me. It's just something that words can't describe. From all of us at Beret Jewelers, happy holidays. This is John Lasseter with Buick GMC Cadillac of Pensacola, powered by Step One Automotive Group, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a much happier New Year. This is Tommy Leiter with the Escambia County Sheriff's Office, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a much happier New Year. This is Chip Wood with Avalon HR, wishing you a safe holiday season and reminding you, don't text and drive. And happy holidays from our locally owned family of stations. 99.1 FM, 1330 AM, ESPN Pensacola. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 and Cat Country 98.7. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. You wouldn't mind my red nose? Not if you don't mind me being a dentist. It's a deal. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? Okay, Simon? Okay. Okay, Theodore? Okay. Okay, Alvin? Alvin? Alvin! Alvin! Okay. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas uh, not to get a song stuck in your head all day <laughs> or anything, but uh, my gift to you. 552 here on News Radio 923, uh, informative, local, dependable. David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David? Northern California town apparently still has no running water after that earthquake that hit the West Coast yesterday. A 6.4 magnitude quake hit overnight Tuesday, killing two people, injuring 17. Most of that damage in a town called Rio Dell, and they still had no running water as of last night. A wrongly convicted man that was set free after three decades in prison has died. Apparently he was shot at a funeral. Christopher Williams of Philadelphia was released from prison 22 months ago. Since then, he'd been working as a carpenter, hoping to start his own construction company and hiring freed convicts. He was shot at a funeral in Philadelphia last week. The Senate taking a break until this morning, and they'll be resuming their efforts to pass that government funding bill. Apparently, that's being held up by an effort to keep the Title 42 immigration policy in place. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says they're Quote, making good progress. All right. Thanks so much, David. 553 here on News Radio 923. Uh, what else do we have going on? Oh, this this is kind of interesting. Um, we had a woman in Gulf Breeze who won a national award from the Daughters of the American Revolution for her work on history stuff. Very cool. Susan Hazelton Barr, the Women in America History Medal awarded by the daughter the D-A-R, Daughters of the American Revolution. Ceremony is December 17th at the uh, Gulf Breeze United Methodist Church, uh, recognizing her ongoing educational and interpretation 
celebrity programs and the highlighting the role of women in our nation's history. Uh, very, just very cool. You know, a uh, little old golf breeze wins a, na- wins a national award from the Daughters of American Revolution. I love that kind of stuff. That's great. Oh, and the city of Milton, it um, you kind of had to read way down in the story to discern this. And so I'm actually glad that Representative Andrade pointed this out. But the city of Milton has received $700,000 in CBDG or how is it? CDBG, that's right. Uh, community Development Block Grants funding from Governor DeSantis and the state government. Um, $35 million to 48 different communities. But Milton gets 700000 of it. This is for a whole bunch of uh, drainage projects, and it's like 4,000 feet of drainage improvement. I got a a note in here about the particular details, but uh, scrolling just a second. Uh, From Broad Street, uh, as a Broad Street repaving is part of this in cooperation with um, uh, the Santa Rosa County, including Quinn Street and Okaloosa Street, stormwater improvements for those streets along with the paving. And uh, Quinn is the, is the uh, street to Marina. Okay, so the idea there is to improve the opportunity for the marina and functionality there. But $700,000 for Milton City is not a small amount of money. So that's very cool. Again, that's for the Florida Small Cities Community Development Block Grant Program and $700,000 for about 4,000 linear feet of drainage structures. Woohoo! We'll take it. 555 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Hi, this is Mary Hoxing, and I want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And let's hope that everyone is happy and healthy in 2023. Hi, it's Sarah, and I'm the receptionist. I hope your Christmas is merry and bright, and Happy New Year. From our locally owned family of stations, ESPN Pensacola, 99.1 FM, 1330 AM, News Radio 92.3 AM 1620, and Cat Country 98.7 to your family. Happy holidays, have a great Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. Allow me to introduce myself. Gus Polinski. Hard. Polka King of the Midwest. Morning, 556 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Gus Polinski, the polka king of... <laughs> I. It's funny. I had forgotten that John Candy was in Home Alone. Is that weird? that I'd, You know, you forget this kind of stuff, right? But he's the one that drives her to uh, go see Kevin. 437-1620, uh, We've got some interesting news about the omnibus bill, which you know, 4,000 pages. There's always going to be ongoing news about this. Apparently, there is a provision in there that wants to make sure that we don't have too many humans. No kidding. Um, There is a provision in there that wants to make sure that we fund population control initiatives or, you know, reproductive control basically is what they want to do. Let's not make too many people in areas where we have um, biodiversity threats and concerns. Are you kidding me? This is, there's a part in there for reproductive health in areas where population growth threatens biodiversity. I'm a member of zero population growth. No, stop it. Come I on. I am. I mean, I'm probably going to change my mind because you're mean, <laughs> but 
Yeah, yeah. but that's not for me. I, I think everybody if they uh, want to have kids. Uh, we'll have to talk about this. Yeah, um, we'll talk off the air because yeah, I don't no, want to get angry. So this text. is one of these <laughs> core worldview clashes, right? Like you sometimes say, well, we can all just get along. We can all. No, no, no. The, the religious point of view which is also the one that's sort of borne out by history and experience and science, is that we should keep making people because people are good. You know, people are the reason all of this stuff is here. So God says be fruitful and multiply. But the other view, going back at least as far as Malthus and then more recently with Paul Ehrlich and the population bomb, is the idea of the world is full of scarce resources, right? We're running out of everything. We're running out of oil. We're running out of land. We're running out of food. We've never run out of anything. Technology always solves the problems of scarcity. It always has. It always will. And this is the basic issue is there are, there's a movement that says we are threatening the world. The humans are a problem. The humans are a virus. But this is a natural outgrowth of the animal rights movement. Animals are equal to humans, and therefore we ought to calculate their interests equally with humans. So, yeah, this notion that we ought to have, you know, more abortion services in areas where you know, not imposing it, but so people can stop reproducing so that we can stop threatening the environment, stop threatening the species all around here. This is unbelievable. $575 million. Thanks to Dan Bishop, a Republican from North Carolina, Representative Bishop says uh, $575 million for family planning in areas where population growth, quote, threatens biodiversity. Malthusianism, he writes, is a disturbing anti-human ideology that should have zero place in any federal program. Absolutely agreed. The idea that we're spending money to save nature by aborting babies, that's what the program does, is it fosters, you know, population control. That, that's through. not what I am for. Okay. Oh, no, no, I, I wouldn't put that on you. I'm not implying that. But it's just, it, again... You want to think like these worldviews of theism, Christianity, Judaism, even Islam can be can cohabit fine and nicely with anti-theistic and atheistic views. And when you really play it out, they can't in some cases. We'll be back. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. Just a few hours ago, PPD arrested several burglary suspects at a Pensacola apartment complex. Also, we've got a big update on that homicide recently in Navarre. All that and a whole lot more right after this update from Fox News on News Radio 923.